Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Sarah Westcott. This is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Read. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. And you would think we would know what we're doing by now. And no. Yet. <laughs> and yet. That's all we need to say about that. <laughs> um, I feel like we need to, do- we- we've already talked about this. We need to document this is the last time we are going to be doing this, A, for the year of 2022, and B, in this closet, Katie. <laughs> uh, Sim, can you add some air horns in there for that, yeah. that announcement? Because I really feel like, like that was like important. Whatever other yeah. closet Those sounds you might come up with. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. <laughs> Every time it comes up on like a podcast or like music or something, I'm like, yes, I love that sound. It makes me so happy. And see, um, all I'm really big, all yeah. I'm really hearing is like a squeaky closet door going like. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Like a ghost story. Yeah. yeah. Like we just read. <laughs> um, Katie, it's been so long since I've seen <laughs> I know. You. It's been like a whole three days. Four? Yeah. Four days. Yeah. No, well, we saw each other on Saturday. Yes. So it's only been Almost till midnight, too. Yeah. So you almost say yeah. Sunday. Oh, my God. What a long night, but so much fun. Definitely paid for it on Sunday. I wanted to die all we day. Did, we did nothing on Sunday. We watched a movie. I watched, well, me. We had told Eric that he could watch Lightyear. We were going to watch Lightyear as his special treat. Yet. It was yeah. really good. I haven't seen it yet. As that was going to be his special treat to the fact that Adam got to spend the night and he did not. So right, we were going right. to watch Lightyear and we got home and he's like, he fell asleep in the car and I brought him inside. He's like, are we going to watch Lightyear now? I'm like, bud, it's after 11. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not tonight, buddy. No <laughs> not way. happening. But we can watch it first thing in the morning. So yeah. he came out of bed and he like, usually on the weekends, he comes and snuggles with me in the chair yeah. and he went immediately to the couch and he was like, mommy are we going to watch Lightyear now? And I was like, well, uh, yeah, can you just like, I haven't even finished my coffee yet. Let's chill. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we did. And it was good. I liked it. Oh, that's fun. That's really fun. We had a really good time. I mean. That was um, a blast. There was something that was said to me. You must have said something and somebody said, make sure you document that on the podcast this week. And I have zero idea what oh, it was. Oh, I don't know what it was, but um, we we got together. We, we got together with all of our college friends. I'm saying college with the... Um, quotation marks because Katie didn't go to the college, <laughs> the same college that I went to with these other friends. Nor but did she I has, know you then. No. Well, I mean, you did. You did sort when of. I was like a, what, a junior or a senior, I think, in yeah, college. Something like that. But, um, uh, Katie and Luke and her husband Luke are basically part of our college family because we're all friends. So um, we all got together. Uh, we drank at my house from 1130 in the morning to 1130 at night. And uh, it was a blast. And we danced. We had a dance party in my living uh, room. We had a lot of dance party in your living room. <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. I do have to say one solid thing from Saturday that I learned mm-hmm. is that Sarah Westcott has the music playlist that you will listen to. Yes. <laughs> Correct. And it is fantastic. Yes, it is. It Until is. Until she circles back to the songs that you heard 12 hours ago. Or maybe we didn't need to listen to music for 12 solid hours. Possibly. Or... Possibly. It yes. was fun. It was you had to. The, the problem is, so, um, <laughs> the problem is people always try to come and, uh, usurp my music. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I have probably one of the most fun music playlists because it's literally everything. It's a mixture of everything. Everybody is going to find something that they enjoy and like listening to. So, like, don't try to break into it. I get pissed off. I get a little upset when it happens. Especially (laughs) if it's the person that shares your bed. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And he knows better. He's known me for 20 years. So... 
you know, he knows better. So we discussed, we discussed that on yeah. Sunday. <laughs> um, and I don't think it'll be happening again. <laughs> That's it. So um, I will say I love playing games. And I, oh I feel like for whatever reason, no matter how many times I say we should just have like a game night where yes. we just get together yes. and we play cards or we play and just drink any of those. Yeah. yeah but it yeah. doesn't need to be like a big, huge thing. But it no. never happens unless it is a big, huge thing. Yeah. But I had I a think, blast. I think the best part about the entire night for me and i mentioned this to john as well like we played king's cups so yeah like which was awesome like i haven't played that since college basically or just yeah, right, after right after college after. when yeah. we were like you know early 20s mid 20s um but it was so much fun yeah. i had a blast we mm-hmm. had an absolute blast um but yeah like i said i was definitely paying for it sunday yeah. but um i feel <laughs> yesterday um some friends asked me to get together to have some wine and i was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> That was two days later. <laughs> I was literally, t- I'm like, oh my god! And I actually, I ended up having like two full glasses, which was totally fine. I can tolerate that kind of thing. And uh, and then today, one more day later, yeah. I'm having a, a uh, more drinks, and we will we'll, we'll discuss that in. momentarily. Yeah. Um, Katie, I wanted to talk to you about the books I read since we've been apart because. I've read a lot. I have yeah. read a fucking lot awesome. in the like time that we've been apart. And um, I also want to document the fact that this is, uh, I did say this in the beginning, this is going to be our last episode for 2022. We are going to take a brief hiatus for the holiday season. Because some fucking way, we managed to have done this for a year. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. And I love it. Fairly successfully. I love it. In it's- that... We're still doing yeah. it. <laughs> We're yeah. still doing it without, and we didn't, we, ha- you know, we, we have what, 22 to 23 episodes out there so far right now. So like, you know, that's, mm-hmm. um, that's great. And I love it still. Um, no, we don't have as many listeners as I would love, to, I would like to have yeah. and love to have, but I love doing this with you and like talking Same. about books. You and know? we have at least three, and I think it might be actually four. I totally forgot about one authors that have liked the tweets that we've yes. tweeted at them yes. about their episodes. If one of them wanted to listen and so like cool. share, that would be cool too. Yeah, but yeah. that would be really shout cool. out to those four. Right. Exactly. Agreed. Five. Peter was one. Wait, fi- so we are up to five actually. I totally yeah. fucked that up. We're We've at five. So we have Judy Bloom, which is huge. Yeah. Kirsten White. Yeah. Peter Swanson. Elizabeth Blackwell. Did Alice Alice But wait, we didn't no? read her book. Did I tell hmm. I made up maybe I just made up Elizabeth Blackwell as liking that because I feel like we're BF Seven. Yeah, you anyways. talk to her. Yeah, yeah, you talk to her. Um and Tony. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, yeah. Tony. Yeah. And um I mean Tony is like an avid listener to us, which I yeah. absolutely love. Seriously. And we and he is, you know, one of the main people who interacts with us on our social medias and and we love it. Um uh Tony, we feel like you're part of the family. So thank you for listening and uh we hope you keep doing so in twenty twenty three when we're um when we're ready to come yes. back. So tell me about your books. Okay, so I have read, let's see, one, two, three, four books in the time since we have been our last episode that we uh um recorded which i can't remember when we recorded it but i mean it just came up a week oh, it was well, a while a week it was a, a, cho- it was so. a yeah. decent amount of time so i read um forever interrupted by our favorite taylor jenkins reed um which was great loved it i literally love that new reads. it's i don't think it's new it's it's one of her earlier like the carrie soto is back one is that's like her, her newest one, one yeah which okay. i haven't gotten yet i'm actually physically reading a taylor jenkins reed book right now currently reading um uh, maybe in another life, which I'm absolutely adoring. Everything the other one she was writes. good too. This one was very good. This one, um, I'll give like a brief, brief little teeny tiny synopsis of each. Forever Interrupted is basically about a woman who meets a guy. They fall in love, like have a quick love affair, fall in love. 
get married within like months of meeting each other and like nine days later he dies in a car accident yeah um uh the book of living secrets by madeline rowe i also read um that is basically about uh these two teenage girls who want to live in their favorite book and somebody puts a spell on them and they actually end up in it it was all right. Not my favorite. Whatever. I I read it. Um, all These Bodies by Kendare Blake. Uh, this one was kind of like a like a horror mystery kind of thing. It was basically about this this serial killer who was going around kind of the Midwest. It, it almost reminded me of. Do you know the um uh the axe murders? Like I can't remember like any of the really famous ones, but it was an axe murder like and in like the eighteen hundreds. Like yeah, the guy on the train, like whatever. Um, it was basically like that kind of thing. They um mid mid midwestern uh families were getting like slaughtered but they could never find blood at the scene like oh. every person was always drained or whatever and they arrest a 16 year old girl so that was the that was the story um what was and that one called all these bodies it was okay it was okay. okay it wasn't like i wasn't obsessed with it you know whatever um and then lastly i just finished this one before i started reading for, for um before i started reading the taylor jenkins read one I'm, I'm reading now is providence by max berry which was fantastic um that one is um a space saga basically sci- science fiction about an alien race um that we are at war with um not on planet but in space which was really really fun to read and awesome um so those are my books that i've read in the, nice. in the last nice. couple weeks and what's so. the taylor jenkins read one that you're reading now that i'm reading now uh maybe in another life i believe it's called okay. and that one is about um a woman who she's 29 years old she go, comes back to live with um she was kind of traveling all over the place and she comes back to her hometown and the day she comes back she meets up with her her high school boyfriend and um a decision that she makes that night that she meets up with him breaks off into two separate stories. So, so one, if she had, if she goes way, back with okay. him and if she, co- if she left with okay. her friend instead of going with him, okay. they break off into two separate stories. And at some point I assume those stories, I'm going to find out which one is the real one yeah. and how they converge. And um, I'm loving it so far. Like absolutely loving that it. That sounds like a fun, um, not so much premise, but the, the, the way it's set up because yeah. it probably flips flip flops. It does. Yeah. Each chapter is flip flopped, and I absolutely am like flying through it. I love reading it, so okay. I would definitely recommend this one, even without having finished it so far. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm always gonna. Yeah. I'm always Taylor she's, Jenkins Reid is literally good. my yeah. queen at this yeah. moment. Like I, I still haven't read her. Malibu Rising. It was good. Um, it was good. Um, not my favorite one. Definitely okay. like these ones I like a lot better. Okay. But yeah. What about you? You read anything? Um, I'm almost done with Vanishing Half because book club is on Friday, so I'm almost done with it. <laughs> I will finish. I really only have like 30 pages left, and I had to stop so I could read this one so we yeah. can talk about this. That's by Britt Bennett, everybody. just yes. yes, and it's I really like it. It's good. Yeah. It, it, the first like couple pages, I was like, it's old. Like, it's set in the old, and I don't... I, I'm not a huge fan of set in the old. And, it, well, and by old, like I mean, 1950s. like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, well, I mean, originally, I think it's, like, the eight, 1918 or 1920, right? Isn't it? No, they start... They, they go missing in, like, 1950-something, I think. Okay. But isn't it... Well, anyways, whatever. They're, they're talking about when the town was set up. Yes, like yes. from like That's back at like nineteen yes. early. Yeah. Anyways, I don't, I don't like old, but um, it's really good, and I'm flying through it. Yeah, and I'm very interested to see how it resolves at the end because yeah. I think. I like I'm, like, the, right at the point where it's going to, like, shit's going to literally blow up. So. Yes, yeah. I love the premise of that one, too. Like, briefly, um, that one is about a um, a pair of black twin sisters who are very light-skinned. One of them 
they disappear and then one of them kind of disappear like leaves off on her own and lives the rest of her life as a white woman and um in and then perpetual the other, it, fear of being yes, found it, out in perpetual fear of being found out because again this is like 1960s 1970s you know yeah. that kind of thing and then um and then the other one goes back to her hometown where you know everybody knows she's black and yeah. whatever and she lives as a regular black woman um it's very good um another one that i would recommend yeah. people read so. so then also i've been reading like chipping away at ink black heart eventually i'll finish the book <laughs> I know you said you heard something about it that you didn't like. Yeah, and... there is something I don't like, and I'm, I won't like bring it up. Okay. Uh, I have a. I want to read this book so badly. It's freaking twelve hundred pages or something. Yes, stupid. and that's my problem with it. Why? I don't know because Why? one of the yeah. one of the comments on Goodreads, I like I I randomly look at them even though I think I shouldn't and I know I shouldn't. Um, is that it was a really good book, but it should could have been four hundred pages shorter and yes. it still would have been too long. And I'm like Ugh. Yes. And why and my question is I'm I, I don't know because I haven't read it yet. And um I, I will at some point because I do love the series. Yeah. Um but like if I'm gonna sit there and read twelve hundred pages, Robin and Cormoran better fucking get together I, at some point. I said this to the librarian when I picked it back up the other day because I it's I had it and then I went on vacation had to give it back because it's new enough or yeah. whatever and I couldn't keep it. I should have kept it, but whatever. Um, I gave it back and then I went and picked it back up and I was talking to the librarian. She's like, "Is this good? I read the first couple of her series and I haven't." And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "And they've really gotten long." And I go, "Yeah." And this is literally the last one I'm giving her a shot to hook these two yes. up because if they don't, and I've said it, we've and said it for like, yes. we've said it for every book. Like, if this isn't the one, yes. if this isn't the one, if this really isn't the one, I'm done. And I read, I read like an interview piece at some point where I can't remember what number book is this five? I think it's seven. Is it seven? No way. Hang on. Because I did read that she has eight and nine already plotted out. So, like, I I thought it was way... Six. Six. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to go back and make sure that I read... I know that I read all of them, but, like, it seems, like, impossible for this to be already be number six. Cuckoo's Calling, Silkworm, Career of Evil, Lethal White, Troubled Blood. The Ink Black Heart. Ink Black Heart. I definitely read all of them. Okay. It's, except the Ink Black yeah. Heart. <sighs> okay. Um. So yeah, that's my thought on that. Anyways. Like, you don't need to. You don't need to make it twelve hundred pages long. Mm-hmm. It is it's unnecessary, especially if you're going to have not like at least two more books in this series. Three, right. You know, like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it's a great series, and the characters are awesome. But you I could also them. like not make them that long. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Okay, we're going on about these books. Yeah. Let's talk about the book that we're we are we're here to talk about today. Yes. So, um, let's go to our prologue, Katie. The prologue. The prologue. <laughs> <laughs> if right. I don't hear it, it's like I know, right? But does you, it happen? You, you I usually do it. it. Yeah. Um. Okay, everybody. So we read Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. Her brand new book. This literally came out on August thirtieth, twenty twenty two. Um. My quick little facts about um. Not really about this book in particular. Just about Alice Feeney in general. I love her novels. Um. She was a BBC journalist for uh, sixteen years. This book in particular is her fifth novel. Yeah, I, I thought she had written so many more just because every one of them seems to be right hitting the radar of something. Exactly, and exactly. I... And spe- like in that in that vein, like almost all of her books are being adapted right now yeah. into some like either a TV show or a movie. Like she is fucking like hot right now. Yeah. And like for good reason. These books are addictive as hell. Well, fingers crossed that she likes our tweet. Yes, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um that is my little fast fact. So Katie, will you give us the reader rundown? Please? Absolutely. After years of avoiding one another, Daisy Darker's entire family is assembling for Nana's 80th birthday party in Nana's crumbling gothic house on a tiny 
tiny tidal island. They're finally back together one last time, and when the tide comes in, they will be cut off from the rest of the world for eight hours. The family arrives, each of them harboring secrets. Then at the stroke of midnight, as a storm rages, Nana is found dead. An hour later, the next family member follows. Trapped on an island where someone is killing them one by one, the Darkers must reckon with their present mystery as well as their past secrets before the tide goes out and all is revealed. With a wicked wink to Agatha Christie's and then there were none, Daisy Darker's unforgettable twists will leave readers reeling. Uh... Yay! Yay! All right. Um, cocktail. Cocktail time because I'm thirsty. Yeah. Um, so we are drinking a Daisy Darker. <laughs> is it called Daisy Isn't Darker? That what it's called? I'm I think it's just sure. Daisy Cocktail. Uh, oh, okay. I thought it. Was, I literally thought you you sent me a thing and it was called Daisy no, Darker. No, Daisy Cocktail. All right, Which, my I bad. Mean, we enough. can call it Daisy Darker because yeah. we can, we put our own twist on it. We did. It's darker than this one. Yes. There we go. <laughs> so it has um, vodka, simple syrup, lemon juice. Um, Quantro in the form of triple sec and sparkling water and the sparkling water we used I had we had bought for something else because I, yeah. I didn't buy that on my I own. I think that blood orange, blood orange, yeah, whatever we sparkling drank. water. Yeah. So yeah. that got mixed in with this. So it is pink, not orange, but it looks delicious. Let's taste it. Cheers, Cheers to the last one in the closet. To the last closet cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, closet cocktail. That's good. I like it. I like that a lot. I like it. I like how the sp- the sparkling water definitely gives it that fizziness that it like mm-hmm. de- definitely needs. You know, yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need a refill of these. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we probably are. Okay. Um, that to the side. Let's move on to our story. Yes. The story. So one thing I do want to say at the end of the last episode, uh, the Peter Swanson book, I we called out Kate, who's the one that recommended this, and I had said to her. She wrote, so she sent me a text and she's like, just listen to this week's podcast. Loved it. And I coincidentally just started Daisy Darker last night. And I was like, awesome. And yay, I'm glad you're still listening. And I hope the new job is going well because she left. Whatever. People leave my job. Go figure. She said, I don't have any book reader friends. So the podcast sort of feels like discussing something I read with friends. Oh, I love that. And I was like, ah, yes, that's perfect. And I said, let me know what you think about Daisy Darker. She said, I think I'm, mm, that's about work. Never mind. <laughs> That's the end. That's the end of the book talk. <laughs> well, next time when she comes back and tells you what it, you'll have to let us yes. know. Um, or tell her to send us an email. I did send her. I did say that to her. Actually. Send us an email so we can actually read it on on I our podcast did. and discuss it. Um, we would love I, that. Oh, I said, let me know your thoughts on Daisy Darker. Not yet. I'm still waiting for mine to be delivered. But if you wanted to email us at tobeeredpodcast at gmail.com, we'd Perfect. love to read it. All right. Kind of try to remind her to do yes. that so that we can we can talk about that next on our next episode in January. Okay. So the absolute, utterly first thing that I need to say about this book is on page 206. Fucking hair's coming out. We finished Sorry. our fish and chips as the sun was setting outside. Then we read Alice's Adventures in Wonderland together, which well, has always been one of my favorite books. First of all, I wish you hadn't gotten, you jumped so far ahead, but yes. Um, yeah. That is it. I no. like I, Nothing about the actual story yeah, right there. Yeah. I just needed to acknowledge the fact that we finally got back yes, to an Alice yes. in Wonderland to end our we really year. Should, I wish, we should go back and try to put a tally on how many books referenced Alice in Wonderland that we read in the, you know, yep. 20 episodes that we've done or whatever. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, I definitely, as soon as I saw it, underlined yep. it, folded it down. I have it right here. Page 206, Alice, Alice call out. Um, so yes, that was, that was funny. And I'm curious if she, if that's a book that she likes, or if it was just one of those ones where she's like, Alice in Wonderland, my name Everybody is Alice. Loves- so there you go. yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, well, it made me think like, 
I mean, we've talked about it multiple times that it's been a it's a it's an old book. It's been around. People love it. It's been adapted in many different ways. Yes. So I was thinking, is it something that I am drawn to the same type of books that somebody that also sure. was drawn to Alice in yeah. Wonderland is, yeah. or if we were, or if we were trying to keep track of like a different book that was a huge famous book, like I don't know, one of Jane Eyre's books, or yeah. some other Goodbye Moon, or something like right. that. You know what right. I mean? If like we would any find other those, book, if yeah. they would stick out to us more, or if it's just, I think yes, they would. But I think Alice in Wonderland is such a recognizable book. Like everybody has either read or seen yeah. a, an Alice in Wonderland movie, whereas, like, the Jane Eyre books, not you know, like, has. Bronte Sisters and, you yep. know, that stuff, not everybody has read those. So then I couldn't come up with another book that was would like, stick out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, unless somebody, like, maybe unless there's, like, Harry Potter mentions, but, like, you don't see those right. a, a ton. But it's also much newer, so. Right, exactly. Maybe. Maybe eventually. Um, so I, per- I just wanted to, like, start our conversation yes. on this book just saying that I had a lot of fun reading this book, and as I always have fun reading Alice Feeney books, mm-hmm. um, the t- the the final twist and we'll just give it a like there everybody who giant this, like effing spoiler right here yes she is a ghost the entire fucking time like she's not a real person Daisy Darker I, I mean she was but she died when she was fucking thirteen years old and we're talking to her when she's thirty five or thirty yeah, yeah I think she's I think she's in her thirties so like um. It, it was, oh, 15. Her Trixie's 15. So yes. she's 28. Yes, yes. So, like, just that in general, first of all, totally fucking shocked me. Came out of nowhere. Usually I have an inkling about uh-huh. these things. Had none nope. whatsoever. Nope. And, it, like, which made me love it. Yes. If it you had told me it was so a ghost well. story ahead of time, I would have been like, I'm not going to read it. Yes. Nah, yes. I'm not going to read it. Yes. I mean, maybe the only, like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get nitpicky with it, the only issue I ever have with the stories like this is just people talking to ghosts in general. Like somebody can right. see them, like whatever. But it made sense because the niece had a near death experience, and so that's when she could that's when she could finally seeing start ghost. seeing her aunt yep. and whatever. So like it's just it, it, it's it. I loved. I did. I really did love reading this book for that reason. Um, it, it was just very interesting. And then of course that you you try to go back and see. All of the times when she's interacting with other people, are they really not, like, paying attention to her? They don't talk to me. They they don't don't, talk to me. Yeah. The whole scene where... I'm going to jump way into the middle of it, but the scene where um, Connor is sitting on her bed and finally talking to her after all these years, Mm -hmm. like, flipping that back in my mind, I'm like, no, he wasn't. He was talking to just, like, the memory of you. The ether. Yeah, yeah, he was just throwing it out there. And, no, I loved that because the whole time... Of course, the whole time, and, and I know I wasn't you were ever the same. allowed to go to school. I was I just yes. I couldn't make friends. Yes, I never, exactly. Oh. But the whole time, and I know because you and I are basically the same person when it comes to reading books, um, and and among other things yeah. as well. But um, the whole time, you know, I'm like, oh, I really want her to be with Connor. I really want her to yeah. be with like fuck Rose, fuck Rose, <laughs> fuck Lily. Yeah. Oh my God. Fuck the whole family. They're yeah. a piece Psychotic. of fucking shit family. Um. But I I really loved it. Um, secondly, I just wanted to point out in the front of the book, there's a map, and I love maps. Yes. I love maps yeah. in books. Yeah, I just I loved it. I want so. I really wanted the second floor to be <laughs> on the back side of it. I literally went, oh yes, wait. so did I. So oh did I. man, and then they talked about upstairs. I'm like, but but the only real relevant part of it was obviously that, the yeah. the downstairs yeah. part. So um yeah, so I think we both really enjoyed this book. <laughs> I did. Um, I at some point in the middle of it, I was kind of like. A little bothered, and it, it didn't really 
make me not like the book because I very much enjoyed it. I flew through it. You know, I didn't start it until Sunday. Yes. Today is Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I just the the almost fake slash lack of emotion as people are turning up dead was kind of like eh. yeah yeah. And then when they almost killed the dog, and I was like, fuck. And then they almost killed the niece, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And it was her. <laughs> it became very, it did become very, like, a little bit... Satirical, almost. Yes, and yeah. a little too convoluted. Like, yeah. too much is happening, too many people are dying, and you're like, wow, this is a lot of people dying There's nobody else left! Yeah, like, and at some point you think, like, okay, you're so scared, like, we're gonna f- do whatever the possible way, like, thing that we can do to get out of this house. Right, and, like, we're all gonna stay in one room together, except yes. I need to pee. I need to go exactly. get a sweater. I need to Exactly. Do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. You're like, really? You gotta go in you're pairs. You're failing. You gotta go in pairs if you're yeah. gonna do that kind of shit. Yep. Like, two people gotta stay back and two people gotta go on their own. Right. Off on their own. You can't and then be somebody's ever... gonna know who it actually is. Yes. Yeah. You can't ever be left alone. <laughs> somebody's but, gonna um, die, but you know. I did love the premise that, like, you know, we were we were we were learning all of this stuff um through watching videos. Yes. And there was each each family video had like a little like scrabble tiles saying see me notice me listen watch to me, me watch me or whatever yep. and there was a point when i was like this is definitely daisy like daisy is definitely a part of this in some way because it's her that's always talking about they can't they never pay attention they never see me they never they look at me they never talk to me yes yeah. so there was part of me that was like okay this is this is i think daisy's doing this i don't think she's killing everybody but she seriously has something to do with this clearly as soon as connor first was introduced and you found out that his father was this raging alcoholic asshole and nana went over and basically told him off i i was convinced it was him the father yes nope the father father, i was convinced immediately i'm like this is just their subtle way of being introduced to him and he's gonna come back and then once he was doing better i'm like it's definitely him because he turned his life around and then maybe connor preferred their family and then he falls in love with their mother i was totally convinced you know they have a falling out right up until they said the muddy footprints at the in uh that was when nancy was killed the mother and and there was muddy footprints i was like nope it's not him because that makes it even more too obvious. Yes. It's not him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, briefly before I keep we saying like, they as opposed to Alice, but you know, well, it doesn't matter. But um, before before we move on really quickly, I I do want to say um, like this is one of my favorite kinds of like mystery books is always those ones where people are thrown together in a place that they can't leave. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I love those the closed ones room. Like, and I think yes. that's what the Agatha Christie one is. Yes, I- I'm sure it is. And, like, um, who are some of the other... Like, Lu- Lucy Foley has done that kind of book. Um, Ruth Ware has done that kind of book. And they're so much fun to yeah. read. Like, people who... You're there's literally so much trapped. tension. Yeah, there's yeah. so much tension between all these people. And you can't just run away. Can't go anywhere. Especially when they're people that typically do run away. Right. Like her father, her mother. Yes, exactly, exactly. One of the fun things about this book, too, was, you know, the the Nana, um, the grandmother, basically the matriarch of this family, was a writer. And, like, the the poems and stuff yes. in the book. Yep. Like, I loved them. Yep. I loved reading them. Like, that was some, one of the highlights of the book to me altogether. I wanted to meet her grandmother. Oh, the yeah. fact that her birthday was... I couldn't Halloween. tell... Her birthday was actually Halloween, yes, right? Okay. Yeah. So the fact that every dinner, birthday dinner, everything had sweets in it and they yeah. weren't allowed to give her presents unless it was yeah. sugar or candy or chocolate. And she lives in a literal haunted house. Yeah. Like, literally a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's not going to make it past her 80th birthday on Halloween. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which, no. I, I, I loved... I love that. And... um. 
yeah, books, books where books like that just always draw me in immediately. Um, because I just like, it's like the human condition. Like how long can you sit in a room with people before cracks start to show and like people start getting pissed off at each other? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so especially if alcohol is involved. Exactly. Exactly. And, and especially if it's a family, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so let's see real, like literally the first page, the author's note, I was like, I couldn't tell if it was for real, and I was like, no, that's we're past, we're past the title page. Yeah, it's part of the book. Yes, exactly. And we know Alice Feeney's not dead, right? So like, so that was kind of fun, and like, you know, it was just one of those things where you're just like, wait, when you jump back into it, you're like, okay, are they talking about Daisy or are they talking about Nana? Like, mm-hmm. which one mm-hmm. is writing it? Which one is dead? You know what I mean? Yep. So that was fun. Um, I, I really liked that a lot. So, yeah. And I loved that uh, it starts with Daisy Darker explaining that she was born with a broken heart and yes. she's died multiple times. Yes. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I actually and have it- a quote about that. Okay, <laughs> so on page five, um, she's literally ta- you know, giving the rundown about what's wrong with her heart and everything and why she has died so many times. Um. Living longer than life had planned required a daily cocktail of beta blockers, serotonin inhibitors, synthetic steroids, and hormones to keep me and my heart ticking. If that all sounds like hard work and high maintenance, that's because it was, especially when I was only five years old. But children are more resilient than adults. They're far better at making the most of what they have and spend less time worrying about what they haven't. Technically, I'd already died eight times before I was 13. And if I'd been a cat, I would have been concerned. But I was a little girl, and I had bigger things than death to worry about. So, reading that again, knowing that she doesn't make it past number nine, that's fucking weird i love it yeah yeah it's kind of crazy um i can't wait to talk about like how she died but we're not we're gonna leave that part for the end of the discussion (laughs) but like i i have so much to fucking like anger in me about (laughs) (laughs) um but i kind of love that quote because like not even like take away all the the stuff about the beta blockers and all that stuff but like um the the last part of it but i was a little girl and i had bigger things and death to worry about like childish optimism Mm -hmm. like i love that and like you know she's not worried about the fact that yeah she has this condition that could literally kill her at any moment but she's just like i'm a kid i'm gonna live my i want to live my life i want to go out i want to climb on the rocks and play in the sand and be buried and left there with my face to burn yes i i absolutely loved that um that was like the first thing i mean literally that's page five and i was like oh i love this so much (laughs) um then the next thing i the next thing i flagged was kind of just a silly thing like she's you know she's on her way she's she's basically standing in front of um sea glass which is the name of the house and um (laughs) like telling us how they have to get there they gotta use a rusty wheelbarrow to fucking get up there and i'm and then part of me was like Okay, so, like, somebody comes, takes the wheelbarrow, goes up with their stuff, and then has to bring it back down for the next person? Yeah. That's wild to me. Like, absolutely fucking wild. Like, why do you live here? Well... It's just, it's crazy. Like She likes the silence. She likes the solitude. Nana loves her solitude. It's crazy. The phone kept ringing. She stopped paying the bill. I think I'd go legitimately insane. Like, and... I mean, technically, you know, Nana is pretty insane. So, like, that makes makes perfect sense. I think that I... I would like it as a vacation destination mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. and be there. I think it would have been cool to spend the summers there as kids. Yeah. And, you know, you're you're secluded and the whole concept <laughs> of having to time when you can leave. I think that's terrifying. That's so terrifying. Like, you never, like, any emergency and nobody can get to you. Well. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, there could have been a boat. Yeah, but. 
there isn't when you don't have a phone and phone like cell phones don't really work out there either well she know? didn't have a phone for that long she didn't not have a she didn't she didn't i'm gonna guess her phone, phone. worked just, i'm gonna guess her phone worked just fine and she just didn't you know she told everybody that she stopped paying for it maybe unplugged it for that you know that day or whatever maybe. oh for her plan yeah, yeah. yeah or because... she did stop paying it she wasn't planning on living past it that's true that's true that is very true. But I mean, now she has, you know, she has her niece, her great niece living with her. So she's got to figure that out. But anyway, or great, great granddaughter, great granddaughter. Yeah, 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 that would be. Um, but she doesn't live with her. She's going to have to now. No, she dies. No, she doesn't. Nana? Yeah, she doesn't. At the end. She does die at the end? Yes. No, she doesn't. She's poisoned. She poisons herself. Wait, what? No, she doesn't. You have to, now you got like, hang on. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. She does. She does poison herself. Holy shit. Like, this is what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, trying to get to the right spot. Your mother was always the one to take sugar in her tea. The poison I used to kill her was yes. in the bowl. It seems to have worked more quickly on me. I just had to see you again, and I knew this was the only way to do it. I'm so sorry I didn't do more to protect you from this awful family when you were a child. Blah, 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 blah. That's right. Don't go, I say, holding her hand. Don't leave me again. Not yet. I'll always be here, she says, gently putting her other hand over my heart. The people who truly love us never leave us, and you were never broken. In my eyes, you're always perfect. I love you from here to the moon and back three times, once for luck. I do love that. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that she had she did that. She killed herself. Nana smiles at me one last time before resting her head on the kitchen table. She closes her eyes, and I know she has gone. Poppin starts to whimper. Yeah, that makes sense, too, because in the beginning of the story, when you know the whole family is together around the dinner table... She's talking about her will because she knows she's not planning. She's not going to live past. Clearly, the she night. knows she's not. She's planning to die that yeah. night or the next early the next morning, um, and she leaves the house to Trixie, the yeah. the, the, the great granddaughter. So, I mean, that's how yeah. like diabolical her plan was from the get go. Right. Like she's like, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to piss them off all off one last time. I'm going to fucking twist the knife. And, um, and I mean, and it then, works out in the end. They're all that's dead. That's all that's left. They're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Trixie gets everything. So, um, yeah, uh, totally forgot that. But this, this is what happens when, you know, I literally read, read this book yeah. two weeks ago yeah. and then, then I read all these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I really remembered better than that, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, okay. Next thing I have, uh, marked down is on page 22. Um, basically she's talking, uh, Daisy is talking about her mom, um, Nancy, right? Nancy. Yeah. And, like, how beautiful she is and how she was going to be an actress and or wanted to be an actress and whatever. And, like, just this this quote stuck out to me because this is something that I think everybody can relate to. Um, doesn't everyone wonder who they might have been if they weren't who they were? Like, I, yes. A, I love the way that that's worded. And B, everybody does that. Yeah. Like, you yeah. always, there's always the what ifs. Like, what if I had gone to this college instead of this college? Right. What if I had it's gone to, It's not so you know? much regrets about what your decisions you did make, yes. but it's thinking back and what would have been different, just like the book you're reading. Yes. Of if I had done this as opposed mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had, it's a butterfly effect question where yes. you just go back and you, you can think about all those little tiny decisions or the big decisions and right. where it could have taken you. Yeah. And it's literally something every everybody thinks about at least you know, once, mm-hmm. maybe even once a day. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's always those little things. And like, oh, when you're sitting at work and you're bored, you know, like, you know, if I had just taken that class on something else instead, yeah. <laughs> I could have been this, you know, instead of just sitting here at a desk job yeah. that I'm going to die in, you know, what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of thing. But um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going through all of my quotes really quickly. Katie. Well, my first one isn't until page 45. Oh, you're next then. Go. All right. 
I was waiting for you to get closer to me because you just had a whole bunch at the beginning. You are. So, yes, I did. Yes, um, I did. This is right when Nana starts reading her will and testament. Um, and she says, uh, before I begin, I'll remind you what I wrote at the start of my favorite book. The future is a promise we can still choose whether to keep. The past is a promise we've already broken. And the amount of times that they, she, Alice mentions Daisy's broken heart and that she's broken and everybody's always thought she was broken. And then to think about the past being promises that you've already broken and mm-hmm. it just, you've already crushed things like, yeah i don't know but the future you still can choose whether you want to keep those exactly, promises exactly and, yes yeah it's always kind of a choice that you make and um whatever there was something i totally had forgotten about i i wrote down but um mm, on page seven just jumping back really quick all it says is like it's daisy saying very early on the book you can't trust everything I I say. And I... I the no only way, reason, once you get to the end. Yes. Yeah. And the only reason why I even underlined it is it was because this is literally within the first 20 pages of the book. It's the third time she said it. Yeah. The third time she said it. So I'm like... So like, and, and this is something that Alice Feeney sh- always yes. does. Untrustworthy na- Yes, the, unre- the unreliable yeah, narrator. That, that and, um, <laughs> like, not knowing who, which character you You're can supposed trust. To believe. And I love that. She does it so fucking well. Yes. She really does. So. And I, I mean, I always assumed it was Lily, just how diabolical Lily was in all of the movies. I was like, oh, she's involved in this. She she's was horrible. Involved. She's a nasty, nasty, lazy piece of shit. She was horrible. And, and like, clearly from all the home movies, like, both Rose and Lily had, like, uh, like, didn't like Daisy the moment right. she was born, basically. I mean, Rose put, like, a rat or something in. Was it a rat? Or it was a, a baby mouse. Yeah, yeah. A baby mouse or in, something. In like her that, yeah. crib. And, like, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, how fucking, like, sick can you get? Like, these are, like... Yeah five and four year old kids yeah to a baby also where are you gonna baby mouse from but... in, in sea glass so they're probably fucking abundant oh yeah <laughs> they're all tra- they're all trapped there yeah, too yeah that was kind of funny too because they they mentioned that they don't actually they didn't live in sea glass just nana did but like all of the story takes place even everything. like even like the home movies and stuff everything takes place right well they're nana's Seaglass. home movies that's true yes she's always the and one and i got yeah. the feeling that their father was really only ever traveling or at sea glass. Like mm-hmm. there, there was never any mention of him really going to their being apartment or home, house, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the girls, the older girls were in boarding school. So Max. it's not like they were even home either. And Daisy didn't go Daisy to school. Daisy didn't go to school. So she was always pretty much with Nana and Connor and, um, or her mom at home yeah. for the whole school year when she wasn't yeah. at the summer. I don't, I don't know. The, the, which wasn't mentioned we, at all. We, we don't think really about hear the much fact about that it was like nine months of the year. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know that it was because then you get there like these little teeny tiny interludes where she says, "Oh, uh, mom would Nancy drop me off. Would drop me off and whenever just, she was, whenever she, she wanted around, to, yeah. or whatever." And it seemed like that was an awful lot. Like, yeah. just the the connection that Nan- Nana and Daisy had. It definitely seemed that they had spent a lot of time alone, just the two of them together, right. or the two yes. of them and Connor. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so it was. It would be easy to fall in love with Connor, in my in my opinion. Um, I mean, he's a boy. Yeah, the only boy. The only boy in the story. And apparently, a, a decent looking boy. Yes, very cute. Um, and then you know, and then the shit at the end happens. Anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> um, my next quote quote is on page one ten. Katie, what do you got? Go for it. Okay. So okay, on one ten. What do I, what do I have here? Okay, here we go. Um, 
I, I can't remember. I, I think this is like a she's they're in a movie. They're watching one of the movies or she's talking about something and she's talking about like looking at clouds. And she says there are as many different kinds of clouds as there are different kinds of people. And like people, they all float and drift as they please, being one thing one minute, transforming into something quite different the next, unrecognizable in the blink of an eye. The circle of life exists in every aspect of nature, and we all just play out our part at, for as long as the universe decides. I loved that. I loved that. I thought I folded down the page for that. Apparently, I didn't. Um, that's when she's supposed to be watching guard while Lily is roller skating around in circles going yes, to the studio. Right. And when I read that part, I was thinking about the fact, like, the way it was phrased and the way you literally drift off into your into the mind thinking about these clouds and how she's comparing them to all the life and all of a sudden I'm thinking to myself I'm like I'm literally daydreaming with her into the clouds mm-hmm. while she's supposed to be watching guard and right. I know this is going to come back and but and then it does obviously well but. I know everything always everything was always Daisy's fault yeah. you know like well, yeah. you're break you're the one breaking the rules right. really but Daisy is the one who should have been watching or yeah. whatever um Lily was such a con I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> Um, my next thing that I wanted to talk about wasn't until page 192. So if right. you have, I got 123. Okay. Um, she's talking about books because obviously, yeah. Um, books saved me, and I ran away inside the stories I read as a child. They were the only place where I could run and swim and dance without fear of falling and not being able to get back up. Books were full of friends and adventures, whereas my real childhood was cold and dark and horribly lonely. La, 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 la. I've never spoken honestly about it with anybody until now. And the only place that felt like home when I was a child was sea glass. I think that's why the idea of never coming back here hurts too much. Nana's little library was my Disneyland and the books inside it were the paper shaped rides that let me live while everyone else was waiting for me to die. And I just books. I love books. You yeah. love books. I've yeah. always loved books. You've always loved books. Yeah. And it just, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. It, that right in my own little life wasn't, dark and cold and horribly lonely right. but, but we always find things that you know like yeah it's human suffering you know what yeah. i mean and you can step inside of a book and and have a different life for a little yes. while and like i and feel learn. Like, and that, sh- that she learned so much from that yes. too and i feel like every book we read this is a common theme mm-hmm. like a character in the book has this same kind of thought and like i mean i know i've said this before but even just reading that quote and you like remember i remember reading that and um you rereading it right now um while i was reading it definitely reminded me of that freaking george r R. martin quote which is you know uh um a reader lives a a person who reads or something uh, lives a thousand lives lifetimes in in their one lifetime and a non-reader lives only one yeah and like it it reminded me so much of that you know because it's true like i feel like i've been friends with and like and lovers with so many like you know what i mean yes exactly i just i love that um, that's something that every reader can always come back to relate and to, like absolutely. relate to other people mm-hmm. with. You know what I mean? Um, I love I love that kind of thing. Um, all right, what did I say? One ninety two. I mean, this is this was just a funny thing that cracked me up when I read it. Um, where the fuck is it? Okay, all right, I'm gonna read this. You don't have page one ninety two flagged. I don't. Okay. Um, I just want to see if you if you pick this up. <sighs> it doesn't even the context doesn't even matter honestly um it's still a few hours until low tide um rose sighs can you hear the storm outside can you hear the waves crashing on the rocks out there in the darkness do you remember how dangerous black sand bay is to swim in the best of times are you really suggesting that we should try and float to safety on an old door should we use wooden spoons for paddles <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> How <laughs> fucking hilarious that is funny. that? I mean, so I, I underlined Rose and then like put a parallel yeah. to freaking yes. the Titanic yeah. reference. I so mean, which, how fucking so funny. So I didn't flag that, but I thought it stuck out a lot to me because I just listened to the MFM episode where Karen was telling the story of this one guy, I think his name was Charles, who survived the Titanic. And she just like yesterday on my way to work, she was telling me about the story of Titanic. Mm-hmm. Karen's never seen the movie. Georgia's like, what the fuck? You've never seen the movie? Yeah. And Karen's like, I kind of like the fact that I can say I've never seen the movie. That's and I'm like, wild. I get that. Yeah. But I'm also very behind on that podcast. Very behind on that podcast. I'm pretty far behind. That wasn't, that was the September one, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely not that far. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm way back in August, I okay. think, right now. Well, you had all of your game of the House of Dragons. Yeah, my house of, you my just straw. threw your freaking straw into your dirty laundry. That'll it's be towels. delicious. It's towels. They're, they're clean. I mean, they're clean at because my clean body. I mean, <laughs> right. Why do, why do we wash our towels? Right? <laughs> How disgusting. Okay. Um, there was, um, then obviously the two, page 206 was the Alice Fang. There was another little funny. Um, I flagged page 198, which was the oh, first okay. um, video where we got to see um, Rose's Twisted Side with her little songs. So this was the family play that they were putting on where um, Lily was dressed as a Princess Leia, Rose was dressed as a Ghostbuster, and of course, Daisy, they dressed her as a gremlin, they put a sheet over her, Lily's an asshole and throws an egg at her. What a shock. Lily's an asshole? Yeah, go figure. (laughs) Go fucking figure. Um, So Rose starts to sing, hush little baby, don't be afraid, the beds we lie in are the ones we made. I'm not going to keep singing because I'm going to fuck it up. (laughs) And if that means you can't sleep at night, remember that wrongs are sometimes right. And if you fear you're all alone, you'll always have me and a place to call home. Hush little baby, don't you cry. Sometimes we live, sometimes we die. And that one wasn't nearly as morbid as all the other ones, but I definitely flagged it because I was like, I kind of like that she's got this little dark twisted side of her. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't, that wasn't the first time that the hush little little baby song came into play because, no, because she I also think... sings it before she puts the mouse in in the crib oh, but i don't think so it was then maybe i just flagged it because i thought i should at that i don't point think it was <laughs> no but I, I just don't think it was as morbid as this one and this one isn't super morbid but like i, I just i can't remember like um where we wh- where that was i think I you're right i think it is when it. she puts the the mouse or the yes, rat or whatever i believe it, it was and that's probably the first home video that they watch or whatever or yeah. fo- are forced to watch or they watch because nana says let's watch this video which i think that's what it is oh she also i mean they did the lizzie borden jump rope song too oh yeah yeah they're they're pretty obsessed with mm-hmm. death this entire family like very obsessed with like murder and and killing and whatever which you know is a wonder how they all turn out in the end um, <clears throat> while you're searching for that, if you can, if you can find it, um, what the hell is this? So the first one I found it is, um, regular hush little baby. Don't say a word. Mama's going to buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, mama's going to buy you a diamond ring. And if that diamond ring turns to brass, mama's going to buy you a looking glass. Hush little baby. Don't you cry. Sometimes we live. Sometimes we okay, die. Okay. So she still and says, sometimes I didn't we live, sometimes know we die. if that was actually the words of mockingbird, so. but I don't freaking know. So yeah, we could, we could look that up, I guess. Or, or, or Sam, if you yeah. wanted to ding in, uh, producer Chris ding in and let us know if that's, I mean, actually the last the words fucking, the, the fucking words could be, for all I know, could be very morbid, like all around on that and that song. I, right, I've only it's heard a nursery ever, rhyme, like, and a yes. lot of them are like and they, yes, and like typically you only hear like the first stanza of those yep. or whatever, you know. 
Um, all right. So the next thing I have flagged is just kind of another silly, like, so these three things that I had in a row were the Titanic parallel, Alice in Wonderland, and this next thing, which are all just like fun pop culture things um, to me anyway. So on page 232, um, at the end of the page, um, I can't remember what they're talking about here. They're, oh, they're talking about gardening and stuff and like poisons, um, plants and, and poisons and everything like Connor's that. Connor's dad is Connor's talking dad about is it talking because they just gave it. a tour of the garden. Yes, right? correct. And he says, um, his, uh, his father nodded, yes, but in real life, uh, you were all probably too young to remember, but in 1978, a BBC journalist was killed by a poisoned umbrella. And when I read that, like it flagged in my head and I was like, holy shit, I, I watched this play out on TV and I did. Um, I know you're not much of a TV person, like whatever. Every time I'm always bringing up TVs and, and movies <laughs> and whatever, you're always like, oh, I did watch that one. Yeah. But um, The Americans, um, someday if you get the chance to watch The Americans, fucking watch that show. It's fantastic. Um, one of my favorite things about it is that um, it almost always has a Fleetwood Mac somewhere buried in okay. it, a Fleet, Fleetwood Mac song buried in it, which I love. And um, in that show, so that show is about the Cold War with Russia, and these two um, Americans are actually Russian spies. They live in America. They are married. They have a family. Their their kids are Americans because they were born in America. Mm-hmm. Their kids have no idea that they're Russian spies. And um, they actually kill somebody with an umbrella in this way. Okay. Like, I think... but. It's a little bit different. I can't remember exactly how. It's got ricin on the tip. Yes. And I think it's the same. But, um, okay, so it says, no, Daisy, someone walked up to him on Waterloo Bridge, pointed the umbrella at his leg, and then the journalist felt felt a sharp pain. So it was a little different. It played out a little differently in the Americans. If I remember correctly, somebody was just walking by with the umbrella, and they kind of just... like walked by and ticked the the person's ankle and it was enough like the ricin getting into their blood wasn't bloodstream that way was enough and like nobody was the wiser like even the person who it happened to had no idea realize anything right exactly um so i just thought that was funny i'm like she definitely got that shit from no like that's the thing that actually happened right but i thought it was funny that like it reminded me of the americans because see all it really reminded me of was the penguin from Batman with his stupid <laughs> fucking pe- stupid umbrella. Yes, yes. But it's the same concept. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. It wasn't yeah. gas shooting at the end. But I whatever. mean, k- killing people with his fucking yeah. umbrella. I mean, yeah. Um, I, want, I wish I would love to know what that even says, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out in a minute. Hold on. <laughs> 236. Oh, I'm on 238. Oh, oh, oh my God. So it's a fourth pop culture fucking thing in a row. <laughs> Clue. The show, the, 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 the oh, book Clue. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The, 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 um, game. the game Clue, yeah. which clearly should ha- was something that should be brought in. We talked this. about that with a different book, too. Yeah, I can't remember which one. Obviously, a mystery. Was it the last one we just No, it read? wasn't. It was a few back because we were played Clue at camp. Hmm. Let me. Yeah, I vaguely remember. I vaguely remember that. But I thought it was funny that it was brought up in this <laughs> book because. That says horse butts. <laughs> Katie is looking back through her notes of all the books. Clue that reference: we've done. Hide by Kirsten White. Ah, okay, okay. I can't really remember what it was, but I'm sure she just talked about the Be a Miss Scarlet. Mm, How mm-hmm. Miss Scarlet was her favorite. How Miss Scarlet was basically is everybody's favorite. Yeah, every female, every female's yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of funny in a way, just because it like reading the book up to this point i mean we're more than you know we're we're about three quarters of the way through the book at this point or a little less than that and like the whole time going through your head like this is kind of like clue and then she finally just says yeah it's just like clue yeah it's the, here it is it's what we used clue. to always play 
So that um, I thought that was pretty funny. I, I love the fact that the the game Scrabble played so heavily in this too. Um, no, but that's like that's and the tiles and the fact that you know the first mention of it is very early when they're all together and Lily flips the the board with Trixie playing with what you thought was Daisy, but right, right. she was, but yeah, nobody she else was playing could by herself. Technically, yeah. yes, yeah. Um. My next one is on page 238. Okay. Um, they're talking about... Oh, who are they moving at this point in time? Somebody dead. Um, it's Rose and Connor. I guess maybe it's Nancy. I don't know. Fine, let's move her. She's dead. We can't really make matters any worse. Where do you suggest we move her to? They stare at each other, and I feel as though I'm intruding on something I don't fully understand. We could put her with the others, Connor suggests. Rose doesn't reply straight away. Apprehension is the mother of our mistakes and tries to warn us before we make them, but we don't always listen to our mothers. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't never always listen to my mother <laughs> or I often didn't listen to my mother. I mean, we, and that's, that's just growing up. Yes, you exactly. Don't listen to your mother. And then yes. their mother was such an atrocious bitch. Like, why would you listen to your mother? Right. right. But the, I just, that's kind I of really liked the way cool that was phrased. To me. Yeah, yeah. The apprehension being kind of the same thing. Like you don't always if listen you're gonna, to your, you don't always listen to your gut. Your gut, yeah, and exactly. Go, uh, that's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do that. It's so funny, like hearing things back, knowing how this all ends, and like while they're in the rooms, and and Daisy is there with them, knowing that they're having these conversations without Daisy present, yes. but. Yes. We think she is yeah. present. Well, it, so it did seem weird to me when they were moving in this same time period, when they're moving their mother in, when they're moving Nancy in from the garden. It supposedly is Rose and Connor and Daisy standing there. And then it's just Rose and Connor moving the mother. And at, at some point, Daisy actually says, like, it says, oh, here it is. Rose appears in the kitchen doorway behind me. She is holding my mother's feet, and Connor is carrying Nancy beneath her arms. They are soaked to the skin, and I feel as though I'm not doing enough to help. Because you're not doing shit. You're not doing anything. You're you didn't open the door. You can't do anything. You didn't pick up your mother. Yes. Nobody's talking to you. Yes. Yeah. It's, you're dead. I freaking, I just love going back and seeing those clues. I want to go back were, and read it again. Uh, same, same. Just because yeah. I could literally underline every little yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, where, here's obvious. Here yes. it's obvious. Yeah, here it's they're, obvious. They're not actually looking at her. But like, <laughs> My question about that is, we're going to, okay, we're going to have to go back afterwards because she's the first one to come to Seaglass. And I feel like Nana has a whole fucking conversation with her. Am I well, wrong about that? Poppins sees, Poppins the dog can see her. Got you. So that makes sense. Poppins knew that she was there. And Nana, I think she, at, she at that point, she believed Trixie and right. she was full in that Trixie can talk to Daisy and yes. Daisy's still hanging around as a ghost. That makes so sense. whenever Poppin starts acting like there's a person here, could be. It's could, probably Daisy. Yeah. Let her in. Okay. That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you for You're pointing welcome. that out because I like that was, I think that was the biggest sticking point in my mind. Like she's the first one to fucking show back up at Sea Glass. She wants to be the first one to greet Nana. But to go back and actually read it, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's really that much conversation at the beginning. That was the other thing to me is like there's not a whole lot of conversation. Yeah. We'll have to. But I just see my Nana. She smiles. Come on inside before it starts to rain. She's Why don't you just relax for a while before the rest of the family joins us? Are you hungry? Do you want a snack while we wait? She's talking, she says, to, she's she's talking, talking. to nobody that she can't yeah. she can talk to her back because she can't see her or hear her at this point. Like She says, I'm fine, thanks, but she doesn't hear her. And ask, Offering her something to eat. So that might be like... 
are you hungry? Do you want a snack while we wait? Like, yeah. Even if you think she's a ghost, if you don't believe, like, maybe she's talking to Poppins. Maybe she's talking to Poppins. Um, Poppins gives me a disapproving look. She's never one to turn down food and trots out to the kitchen, no doubt, hoping to find a snack on her own. There we go. There we go. For fuck's sake. Okay, so Alice, but, like, you are a genius. Another thing that I love, though, too, is that she sends. Um, we're kind of going to go back before we go forward, but she sends when Connor finally gets there, like basically in the middle of the night. Um, she sends, she says, why don't you use Daisy's room? That's the only room with two beds or whatever. And she like, so she sends him up to Daisy's room and like, that's just kind of another little needle. Like you're going to sleep. Go you're going to sleep in my go granddaughter's bed. But not in her bed because she's no, got the day, or, she's got yes, the day bed. Yes, you're going to sleep. And, of course, he wouldn't sleep in Daisy's no. bed knowing what he had done. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I, I just fucking love that. I'm very curious. I love that she writes out boo, boo. on his computer screen and, like, he sees I, that. I need to go back and read that part again. Yeah. When that happened. Well, that's going to take me fucking forever to find that. But, anyways... Um, I do, I, my next thing, um, my next thing flagged is basically the accident that happens. Um, so I, what I have flagged is on page 314 there. So let's just, let's just talk about the whole accident in, in general. She, she sneaks out, goes, so she's 13. She sneaks out, goes to a Halloween party. She's not supposed to be at, um, and she catches, her sister and Con- her other sister, the sister not dating Connor, her other sister and Connor having sex. They see her doing it, um, catching them, and she runs off. And then apparently Connor decides, let's drive drunk home and gets in the car. And I don't understand they hit why her. they didn't go looking for her more. Uh, well, part of you wonders are they looking for her as they're driving? You know, like. But or I guess, maybe they just assume that mind, she's somehow going to get back by herself. As, but it was far enough that they drove. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. it's not... It, they said it's only the other side of the bay. I... If you were going to go looking for her... She was wearing the sheet. She was a fucking ghost still. Yeah. Like, in a sheet. Yeah. Like, white. Right. It, if you're going to be looking for her, you would think that all three of them would have been looking out the window. Maybe not all out the front window, but you would think that... I maybe even not Connor looking out the front window, but one of them. I can also tell you while reading this part, before we got to this part, I was thinking the father, Connor's father, hit her while he was drunk. And that's why he disappeared and, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because that yeah. was right. They mentioned that. She mentions that yes. right before. Um, but so I think the, 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 the saddest part was that they decide, you know, they make this decision as three teenagers who don't want to ruin their lives. They say, um, hey, we, we hit her. She's dead. We can't we can't let this, you know, whatever. So they decide to throw her into the fucking water. And she ends up fucking opening her eyes after they toss her over. Like, she's still alive. Yeah. It's horrifying. I, uh, uh, and these kids deserve everything that fucking Nana does to them. Yeah. And, and like, I think the fact that I don't know. I, I guess I just think the fact that, like, you're thinking at this point when this comes out that only these three people have this secret. But then you find out that the mom and the dad also both, both knew. knew. Yeah. It's just disgusting and disturbing. Like, wh- I guess I can see you wanting to protect your chi- your children at any cost. But this was also your kid. Right. This was also your kid. I was... <laughs> 
they clearly just didn't care because no. it was so much easier to like let her die and be gone than to deal with her issues and and her problems and whatever but i, I don't know right I don't know. but you also i i didn't get the sense I don't know that I fully got the sense that the the secret that was told to both Nancy and Frank and was that they threw Daisy over the cliff and she opened her eyes and she was still alive. I don't think they knew I that. I got the sense that it was they hit her. They hit her and, and yes. threw her over. Yes, I, I agree with that. It's very possible that maybe, I, I, again, we might have to go back and like try to find this out, but what it... Imagine if you're falling over a cliff, I imagine you're going to let out a scream. So maybe they heard her scream. You know what I mean? Maybe she, when she opened her eyes, she screamed and they were like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Like, we didn't hit her when we accidentally, we didn't kill her when we accidentally hit her, but we purposely threw her over a fucking cliff. You know what I mean? When they swung me the third time, I could hear my heartbeat in my ears. It was louder than Connor counting, louder than my sister's crying, and louder than the cold, dark sea crashing on those rocks beneath me. Looking back, I wonder if the fear I felt produced so much adrenaline that it restarted my heart. Just as they let me go, I opened my eyes. I was flying mm-hmm. again, and I smiled at Rose, Lily, and Connor before because I was alive, and everything was going to be okay. But they did not smile when they saw my eyes open. They stared back in horror as I disappeared yes. over the cliff and fell down, down, down into the ice. So they did not. They knew exactly what they did. If they had, but I don't just... know that they shared like when they were fessing up to. I'm gonna guess. Whoever, they, I'm I gonna guess they did just. I mean, you're po- you're probably maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe they didn't share that part because that is so much worse than accidentally hitting her. And, and getting rid of her body because they panicked and because, didn't want exactly, to get in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. In, instead of saying, um, well, actually, she didn't die, but we did kill her when we threw her over the fucking yeah. cliff. Yeah. That that would be so much worse. Um, right at, directly after that, literally on page 315, the first line of chapter 48, um, everyone you know is both good and bad. It's part of being human. Um, I just, I only flagged this only because it's a conversation that John and I have literally all the time. Um especially when we've had edibles. <laughs> we kind of just like, John has this, John holds the idea that people are, he thinks people are mostly bad. Like we do bad things. Um, Speak for yourself. Well, well, no, he, he like kidding. basically he means like human nature is like, you know, we're destroying the earth that we're, we, we live right. on, you know, that kind of thing. I hold that most people are good, you know, like, of course, there is part bad in them, and that's why people do go bad. But I like to be the optimist, and John is going to be the pessimist. You know what I mean? So, I... It's... I mean, all of us, as human nature, aim for self-preservation. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes down to doing something that's going number to self-preserve yourself... As opposed to... <laughs> 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 uh, yep. When you... When, <laughs> When it gets down to self-preservation, you're always going to do something that's best for you first. An right. instinct is going to be to it's do that. Instinctual, yes. The ability to flip that and be like, nope, shouldn't do that. Yeah. Because of X, Y, and Z for the greater good. There's a That quote, takes more thought and, right. and but feeling. But the initial and... instinct is going to be self-preservation. Yes. And, and I don't know that it's necessarily that you're bad. It's more just that you're going to look out like you said look out for number one mm-hmm. um there's some kind of like social tests that i've seen or read about where basically like you can tell if a person is good or bad by if they return a shopping cart because there's no benefit to them fucking hate those people that don't right hate those yeah. people 
Because really, you're just being a dick. They're the worst. They are the absolute worst. It's not like it takes a lot of time. It doesn't take any more effort than getting your grocery cart filled up and brought to your car in the first place. Nope. To put it in the cart thing and they have them all over the freaking parking lot. That's why there's less spaces. Come on. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I know. I found that. I, lo- I actually really love that um, That like thought experiment you know like is that is that the kind of thing that like you can tell like but yeah it is it is much more it's 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 just like knowing people certain people you you can tell the the kind of people who have empathy and who don't you know and and um certainly like there's a brain there's a brain chemistry involved in that kind of thing but like i just it being said like yes there is good and bad in everybody um I guess it just matters which side outweighs which side. You know, mm-hmm. that's the that's right. the main thing. I don't think you can say that in, people are inherently one way or the other, though. I think that there's they're both. there's they're, a vast majority both. of both mm-hmm. sides of people. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And we all have every every single one of us has done something bad. Yeah, you know, cheated on a test. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like ran a red light. You know, like th- those little tiny things. But it, it's just like there are certainly more things that are there are things that are more evil and bad than other right bad in quote quotation marks things. Um. So yeah, but if you're gonna look at it as black and white, right? I mean, maybe it is more even. Right. Right. Agreed. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, yeah, I didn't never murdered somebody, but I can't tell you how many pairs of underwear I stole when I was in sixth, sixth grade, Same. seventh grade, Same. eighth grade. Exactly. Like, I stole a lot of underwear. Yes. Yeah. And like, because underwear is stupid expensive when you're in like middle school and high school. <laughs> and for being you're a teenager, yeah. you're a teenager. Um, you just make dumb decisions. And like, those are those things, whatever. It's fucking um, on top of the world. But I. <laughs> Sorry, Deb. <laughs> for the reason you're probably bankrupt. <laughs> Seriously, oh my god, Deb, <laughs> I loved Deb. Fashion bug, do you remember fashion bug? Yeah, I freaking love fashion bug. <laughs> Me too. Um, anyway, I think that's our discussion on Daisy Darker. I, I very, Allison. very much enjoyed this book, Me and too. like I said at the beginning, even though it was a ghost story, I was not upset. No, neither, neither was, neither was I. I mean, there's always that little part of me that was just like, oh, I kind of wish, like, I, I just, I, I love, like, you know, I, I definitely believe in, in, in certain things, like ghosts. I don't know that I would say that I believe in them. I have the, I have it within me to believe in it if it's something I witness. You yeah. know what I mean? But, um, I don't doubt that other people have witnessed it. Right, right. And, you know, like, there's some things that you can, like, explain away and some things that you can't. So it's just one of those things, like, you know, we've, we've had this discussion before. I'm not I'm not super into the supernatural when it comes into the books because I just, I really just like the human condition more. And, mm-hmm. like, seeing what people do as people instead of... I wanted it to be a whodunit and have the answer be a who. Yeah. yeah. Which but, it was. Which it was. It was Nana which and Trixie was. were not dead. Yeah. It's just they were they were seeing a dead person. They did everything for basically for vengeance for what happened to her. I love the fact that they did have that one conversation near the beginning of how they would all kill people or how the how they would kill people and then that's how yes. each one of them died. Yes. Or yes. almost died yes. or whatever. I, I just I do love that. I, that was a good I play. can't believe we didn't we didn't flag that. That didn't totally didn't even cross my mind to th- to go back to that. But um yeah um so that's our conversation on daisy darker uh let's go to the epilogue epilogue (laughs) (laughs) epilogue 
Um, so Katie, next time, and again, we are not coming back until sometime in January. We'll post an update about that at some point. When we'll, we figure that out. When we figure that out, we're going to take a much needed holiday break, spend mm-hmm. some time with our families, reading, reading books that aren't, we're also <laughs> on a taking, timetable. We're also taking a book club, uh, hiatus that yep. for those couple of months as well. So, you know, we're just going to have some fun, but we will definitely be back in January yep. and we are coming back with, uh, The Life of Pi by Yan, Yan Martel. I think yep. it's, um, and, uh, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously excited about reading that. Did you see, so somebody commented on my Instagram post, which I put it on Instagram or I put it on Facebook and then it went to Instagram, whatever, however that works. Cause the magic of technology. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think typically you do it from Instagram and it goes to Facebook, but I don't usually go to Instagram. Oh, maybe okay. I did. I don't know how to get to like my normal thing. <laughs> How to use? Good God, Katie! (laughs) I said my to be read pile is really getting up there. Anyone have thoughts on any of these books? All our upcoming discussions on to be read pod. Join our conversation. Um, And I have I had Daisy Darker on the bottom. Then I have Life of Pi, Ready Player One, You Can't Catch Me, Midnight at the Blackbird Cafe, and the Golden Compass all listed there. And then oh, I have two comments. I missed one. (laughs) Hey, Steve. What are the comments, Katie? <laughs> I don't know how to get to the other one. <laughs> Steve said, I've read I've read Ready Player One, Life of Pi, and the Dark Materials trilogy and enjoyed them all. But so then it must have been on Facebook where okay. somebody actually commented and said that they loved Life of Pi and the book was, or the movie was a good adaptation too. And I didn't know who this person was. So I figured it was oh, on Instagram and okay. they followed you. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's really funny. Here's my comment on Facebook, which isn't even the one. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the one. This is so Steph said, love the Golden Compass. I like Alice Feeney, but haven't read that one. So I don't know where the fuck the comment went that I had okay. of somebody that I you didn't even it. know. I think you jumped I it. I made the whole thing up. You jumped it up. It, it's entirely It was your possible. ghost. It was your Daisy Darker. Um. So that being said... um. During during you know our little hiatus, um, you can always find us. Um, we don't post much, but I'll try to. We'll, we'll try to be a little bit better about posting little updates and little fun things on over on Twitter. Um, uh, if Twitter isn't tanked by Elon Musk before um, you know January comes around, um, I am just starting to like Twitter and the fact that people are responding yeah. to me and yeah. like. I feel like it's very possible it won't it won't be a thing that exists anymore yeah. in a month. Um, but uh, please, you can you can find us on on Twitter and Instagram um, at uh, at to be read pod. Uh, email us at to be read podcast at gmail dot com. We want to hear your comments. Um, tell us what you think we should read next. We obviously we do have um, those books coming up. So, but after that, we want it. We, we want more. You yeah. want more. So tell us, yeah. um, what are you reading now? What do you like? What would you like us to read? Um, do you have any comments on any of our past uh, books that we've read? Like, we'll, we'll read that shit on the air. Come on, on the air, I say. But um, Live um, from your closet from for the life. last time ever. Yeah, you will never hear us in the closet again. We're actually going to be in an office next time. But rate, review, and subscribe. Apple or Spotify. And uh, five stars. We want some... Uh, some reviews. We need them. Yeah, Katie's finishing her drink. Let me do it too. I'm gonna do it too. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes, you Mm-mm. are. Mm-mm. Yes, you are. There you go. Holy shit! I fucking like chugged that shit. Anyway, um, 
thanks everybody and happy holidays and join us next time when we make a to be red pile one book shorter hopefully sarah remembers the ending maybe we'll see into january we'll see (laughs) bye everybody bye (laughs) to be red is hosted by sarah westcott and katie willie produced edited and mixed by chris turrow logo concept art by rhiannon kenfield graphic design by steve pius theme song read to me written and performed by austin maffa Thank you.